Shade at Black Girls Texting. I know y'all see my text. You better answer me back. I'm Chels Pinky, also known as the washing machine queen. I'm classically trained. Me, 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 me. It's Gwen at That's My Brat. Wow, you did us. Goodbye. Welcome, welcome to Black Girls Texting. Tea is steadily spilled in our group chat, and each week we let you in on it. I'm Chels Pinky, also known as the Washing Machine Queen. I'm Glenn at Bedside Brat. And I'm Shade at Black Girls Texting, and, and y'all better be following us. Anyways, this episode is extra special. Um, it's a special bonus series that we're doing all about the new BET original show called 20s it airs every wednesday at 10 p.m eastern and 9 p.m central so we're really excited and i'm gonna let you guys know more about this show so lena wave 20s is a comedy series about screenwriter hattie and her two best friends marie and nia pursuing their dreams in la through leaps of faith (laughs) in life and love the three navigate the challenges of adulthood relationships and diversity. That one's interesting. And learn to lean on each other along the way. So we're really excited because Lena had the idea for this show. This is kind of like semi-biopic. Yeah, it's like an mm-hmm. autobiography in a way of her of her experience in her 20s navigating L.A. Um, I believe she was working under Ava DuVernay and mm. another one other big director that um, I'm forgetting right now, but just really dope to see that now she's been able to create this show. Um, she's been working on this for almost a decade and there was actually a New York times article that came out about it. And I love this quote from her. She says, you kind of get a pass for some reason. If there's a two in front of your age, Mm. that to me is where you can really decide fight or flight in your twenties. So this series, this bonus series that we're doing is going to be recapping the episodes, but getting into it in BGT style. So write a reply remains. What would you do remains? And you're just going to still hear us shoot the shit, but it's going to be really wrapped around, um, the episodes and recapping and themes that we pick up on. Yeah. And it's so in line with with what we do anyway, because this show being called Mm twenties, we're all in our twenties. I'm You're about to late. leave. I know. I was. I know I'm on my way out. I'm in the late, with the final years. We're all late twenties. Not me. I think Chelsea's like mid to late. She How is Chelsea mid to late? We're the same age. I'm not your age. I'm you 25. Older. Oh, bitch. She's lying. Okay. So, <laughs> lol. But like, God, I feel like I've been 20 forever. Do I you? Mean, I guess. Yeah. I mean, this has felt so long. I'm almost oh, no. ready to like, I like I get just got here. this over with. My 20s have just been full of ridiculousness. And mm-hmm. I feel like historically people always talk about shenanigans. Like the 20s are your time to be fucking ridiculous. There's a two yeah. in front of it. Right, exactly. It's true. Because after 30, if you start like doing dumb shit, it's like, bitch, you're 30. But people still <laughs> act crazy in their 30s. They Listen. do, but we can judge them then. Right. So there's just like a no judgment period, which is why I'm like kind of sad to see it go. But being, I guess, that we're at our, you know, it's on its way out. What have your 20s been for you thus far? I'm still here. I don't know what you're talking about. Thus far, I said. I like 20s because it's like you're still young, but you're an adult. Mm -hmm. So you get to like do what you want, but you're still young. (laughs) 
Does that, that make was like you're not Kylie a teen- Jenner quote? I feel like I'm just like realizing stuff. Like my twenties. You're are, not like, like a teenager. Stuff. No, not a girl. Far not yet a woman. Exactly. Okay. Who's saying I'm that? Not Britney a Spears? girl. Yes. Yeah, put some respect on her name. Um. I mean, I actually just left therapy, and I was telling my therapist all about this like crazy ass young man that well, I've been involved yeah, with. Yeah, yeah. Who's yeah. also in his twenties. Right, and she was like, I mean. This was your first, like, serious thing with someone. Don't mm-hmm. you expect that it would be a hot mess? Mm-hmm. That's what it's supposed to be. And mm. I was like, it is? What's name? Kendra? Sandra? No girl listened that to her. Oh, I don't Nicole. know. Nicole. Oh, Nicole. <laughs> Nicole said that relationships, like, these early relationships that you have are supposed to be a mess. Like, this whole time is a time of, like, discovery. It's like figuring out what you want to do in your career. Mm-hmm. Losing friends. Mm-hmm. Lost, I lost a few. I'm figuring out what friends, like, will actually be there for you when the going gets tough. Yeah. And shit get real tough in your 20s. It sure does. But also everything feels, like, so extra and melodramatic. And it's a time to be, like, hella egocentric, honestly. Like, I think that everything in my life is so damn important. I know. Oh, my gosh. I'm going to have to be selfless. Yeah. Self them selfless 30s. But for now, in 20s, you could be so self-absorbed and just, like, you know... I did so much dumb shit in my 20s. I left like a $300 a month apartment. Granted, I was living at home with, well, kind of at home with my grandfather. But to move but still into the city to pay like $1,200 live in a box. That but was like, so fucking dumb. But like no regrets. $1,200 is not bad. Because. No, no, but she lives in a one bedroom and she had bookshelves. No, yeah. She had a studio, a studio with bookshelves that made bedrooms. <laughs> yeah. I do remember. With three people. With three people. Cranes and Bundy. bookshelves. There was, was no, like, like getting buns in there house. was practically impossible. And they still were doing it. 20s, sure were. 20s and ugh, i don't no regrets I wait so much fun before we even hop into the episode what is one thing chelsea that you did in your 20s that you have done in your 20s that was like dumb as hell like shot a moving into manhattan wow i'm calling it dumb as hell no it was an important moment for you yes. or like a pivotal kind of decision that you made on your own in your 20s there we go thank you was that like that reframe yeah okay because i was like dumb shit probably unprotected sex Ooh. Very 20s, very lifetime of right. like, just a, a long life decision. Thank God <laughs> I never 30s. got anything that I couldn't give back. Stay strapped, honey. <laughs> Girl, you lie. You don't stay strapped. Yes, Maybe now. Girl. I, I'm sorry. Do y'all not know that I'm a condom in every purse ass bitch? I do she know is, is. that. But, but I don't but when know when you were on much. birth control, you stayed strapped? Yes. I don't play these games. To pull and pray. That's with pull one man pray. in my life. Okay. Um... So that was the dumb shit. And then pivotal change. Come back to me. I'm still making pivotal changes. I think I'm doing like career switches and deciding what I would like to do with the rest of my life. Mm. Okay. Okay. Dumb shit. I do dumb shit all the time. No, pivotal change. No, because I like that Chelsea also said a dumb, a dumb thing. Yeah. Oh, okay. Um, dumb shit spend my money on nonsense and i don't know where it is where is my money I where don't, does my I money still go? don't know where it is i don't know her. where does it go brunch every People saturday send, they're like oh i'm gonna pay you for this i'm gonna pay you for this today i was like shit i got money coming all over the place and then i had this thought like girl next week you're not gonna know where the money is because it's gonna be gone <laughs> and you're not gonna know how on a damn uber um mm. pivotal change probably yeah, like probably joining the Peace Corps when I left school. Yes. So I was supposed to be like going into marketing and PR and all this shit. And like making that move totally 
circumvented all the plans I thought I had in my life. And now I'm like, is that when you decided you would be a writer? Okay. Yeah, exactly. Cool. Epiphany. Yes. So the ladies of twenties are. Wait, you didn't even give Shadi a chance. Right. Her pivotal. Ch- oh, that was our pivotal change. <laughs> my yeah. pivotal, pivotal change was moving to the city and spending all my money <laughs> and getting dragged I by Glenn. You. I know. I'm like, damn. Um, my pivotal change. I know you're gonna obviously say. moving mm-hmm. to the Bay Area. Yeah. That's a big one. Yeah. The fuck. Yeah. No. That was put a some respect change. on my name. That that like allowed you to do a lot personally yeah. i think since i'm the youngest i still have time to do my pivotal this change. girl's so annoying l o l okay Graham. when you start lying about your age too i guess i'm gonna keep it a buck i must be 27 forever and i'm not even 27 god damn i'm damn. like what are you talking about 25 i'm already lying <laughs> um but oh my god yeah i think on 20s they're around they're like 24 25, 25, 24 which Mm-hmm. But Nia's 25. Well, let's, let's get we don't even it. know. Yes. Yeah, we're going to get into it. But first, we got to do write a reply because this is Black Girls Texting collab with 20. So we got to give you that Black Girls Texting sasson. Sasson. The idea behind starting with write a reply is that if you haven't seen the show, you guys can still relate to these moments and then make sure that you go watch the show. Bring it all back. Put it all together. So we're giving you the ingredients and you need to make the dish. Okay. Someone so, says that on Peloton and I really wanted to give so, it a try. Okay. <laughs> so now they're going to sue us. Where did this come from? What are you talking about? She's always like, I give you the ingredients. <laughs> Whatever. Also okay. Peloton, rich white woman over here. Yeah. That's what her 20s gave her. <laughs> Wealth. <laughs> She's like, I can't wait to get my Tesla when I turn 28. I'm like, oh God don't know about it anyways anyway though okay so the first thing i've ever read a reply is wait so red is if you oh, hate yes. it you're leaving it on red it's Absolutely. like if someone sends you a text message and you read it you leave it on red reply is if you're here for it okay chelsea is so good at bringing it back together tanty tangent over here <laughs> tanty tangent yes that's good all right so I have L.A., but do we want to say, I think more so like the L.A. hustle. Like, I don't want to just focus on the city because mm. there's a difference between the New York hustle and the L.A. hustle. So L.A. hustle on Red or Reply. I love that L.A. hustle. Mm. But being a New Yorker in L.A., the way, like, I don't know. I just feel like things come together so seamlessly there. Mm-hmm. Like, we're used to people being cold and rude and working their asses off don't want to meet up you can be in LA like you want to grab a coffee want to grab a drink and just chat and explore the possibilities yeah. want to see if there's some synergy between us yeah I, people are like down they'll come they'll yeah meet up with you. I, I feel like the LA hustle is like the New York hustle is you're actually doing shit and the LA hustle is how many people can I meet up with how many people can I add to my network mm-hmm. whose ass can I kiss who oh. can I meet who can I do this? Okay. It's very different. So I would say I would leave it on red. Ooh. But Glenn, I would do, I'm, I would bring, I'm I would bring my New York hustle to LA, but yes. the LA hustle is a lot of fakeness. Yeah. Okay. I guess I like it because I bring my New York hustle there. Got it. Yeah, Got it. it. Yeah. I'm indifferent. I don't think I'm an LA bitch. I'm not going to front. This show is so. I'm an LA, LA weather bitch. Yeah. But every time I go to LA, I'm cursing somebody out. Every single time. Yeah. Really? 
Because people try it on some like I'm so and so, and it's like yes, I everyone the thinks they're famous. That I give are limited, and the four hundred one k funds that you have are as well. So Ooh. don't fucking come for me because I did not send for you. Oh, that Last was a good we read. That was very beautiful. I hope you remember that and use that again. So this, someone's face. Have you used that? Yeah. Someone's no, face? no, oh, yes. Remember when I got kicked out? The I I tend to get kicked out of places in LA. Oh yeah. And this door girl in LA was being a like total see you next Tuesday to me, and I was like. Girl, you know what? I'm not even gonna say what I said because it was very rude and nasty, and I'm not trying to <laughs> you, be someone you really like you know stepped who, out of character. Exactly, I don't put value on like the money that you make. Absolutely not. But she really tried to like sun me, and I was like, "Ma'am, I will buy you." She did. And last time we were there, this young man came outside and was like, "Y'all ladies need to listen to me because I did, did, did not, and I work at Spotify." And we were like. And she goes, cool, bro. she was like, what? As a coordinator, <laughs> I'm a six-figure bitch. <laughs> All right. Number two. So speaking of that. I'm not a bitch. Being, I'm sorry. Being the friend that has their shit together, I guess you can say. Who? You, you, you. Yeah. I mean, my shit ain't not you're, together. Your shit is together. But it could be more together. You know, she's like, you know, she's a six-figure bitch. Mm-hmm. Letting a friend crash on your couch for a long period of time on red or reply. Reply, I have done it multiple times. And I'm always here for my friends on the grind, on the hustle. But you got to be a respectful couch crasher. Like, my couch crashers tidy up. My couch crashers, I come home and there's food. It's basically like... Oh, so a maid. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I mean, I've had, yeah, I've had couch crashers, like, yeah, fill my fridge with something yeah. or like. That's nice. Yeah, I don't I've do that. Considerate, <laughs> if they have yeah, all that money, why can't crashers. they pay some rent? Listen, I've had a lot of couch crashers. I grew up with people couch crashing. My dad had all kind of friends that'd be like, yo, son, I'm in town. Oh, wow. Can we da, 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 da. I need to come through. And I didn't understand it in the, at the time. Like, God. Uncle Charlie has been here for a long time. <laughs> not Uncle my mama Charlie. Be tight. Like, <laughs> yeah. I know Mama Monique was not with the shit. I, I, I'm, I'm here for it. I'm guessing by Chelsea's uh, facial expression, she's, she's not here for it. Um, the for a long period of time is what is confusing me. Mm, you need you need X date. I need to a plan. Like plan if you have a plan and an okay. end period i yes. feel like long period of time you just become lazy and then you might just live in my house for free yeah you gotta I, add something to the equation i've had a friend stay with me for like a month but she was also like working and we were just working together and it yeah, felt that's like a cool. mutual kind of thing and i think that's that is very 20s too right yeah. like mm-hmm. people flowing in and out when i go to la i stay with her it's just like this community kind of thing mm-hmm. yeah but i do see how you know, obviously you want to be a good friend, but you also don't want to be an enabler. And like, if you just let someone just live on your couch, no issue, just easy breezy, then they'll stay there. And how is that helping them? Mm. True facts. Mm. Okay. The next one, loaning a friend money in that same vein. Red. You can stay on my couch, but I'm not giving you no coins. I can't do it. It depends what for and how much. Yeah, I agree. Yeah. Like, if you need a little money for maybe you have an interview. Maybe you're staying on my couch, you have an interview, and you need a shirt, a button-down, and you have no money. I'll lend you the money. Right. Give him a button-down. If I don't have one, yeah. maybe we're not the same size. Okay, here's the thing. I don't loan money. I will gift you the shirt. I will gift okay. you the money. I don't uh, like yeah. having that 
because that gets too touch and go drama. So I'm like, here you go. And like, that's that. And like, don't forget that I lent you money, but not lent you money. I gave you this money. Don't act funny, but I don't like the lending thing. Yeah. Have you ever lent people money? No. Yeah, I haven't lent. I've had friends hit me up in these really interesting situations. Like, yo, can you cash at me ten dollars? I'll be like, ten dollars. Ten dollars. That's a little strange. Like, That's happened that to me like a money? couple of times, like out of the blue. And they're like, they're like, I'll send it back to you on Friday. I'm like, damn, you need it. That bad. Don't even get, don't give me ten dollars. It's fine, you know. Right. One of my friends says, if she loans people money, she never expects to get it back. Yeah, my mom says, don't loan money. Yeah. That you need back, basically. Yeah. I've learned like I'll do it. Like ex boyfriends money. Mm. Stupid young twenties. That's a no, no. Yeah, no. Uh, yeah, because yeah, I, I feel like you've probably too. been doing that. I would definitely that. do it too. Ooh, that young man. Two times. Go back to two episodes ago. I never the next it. one. Yikes. Damn, <laughs> this is when we need one. to drop them little like sound. Push. Drop one of DJ's clues bombs. I wish you would have said that with more finesse. Yo, drop one of DJ's clues bombs. <laughs> um, okay. 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 What's the next one? That made me uncomfortable. Okay. <laughs> Not sleeping with a partner for more than a month. <laughs> That is on the fuck red. Yeah, that's on red. That's absolutely on red. Unless you're having like a, a like a health issue. <laughs> that's on red. I just come on. Like- let's be honest. You could have a health issue. <laughs> maybe you're maybe maybe you had your period one week. The next week you got a fucking yeast infection. The next week you don't know what's happening. Stuff is not balancing, and you don't have sex. Oh God. Oh, God. And oh, are y'all going to act like y'all terrible. never had a fucking yeast infection? I still fuck. I was going to say, has an infection? Inf- oh, that is like disgusting. That. And the doctor <laughs> advises against that because it can't get cured That's if you, you still have sex. <laughs> um, nah. Wow. You probably had it for more than a month then. But if it's, if it's outside oh, of God. something that's physical, like a, <laughs> a health issue, <laughs> if it's outside of a health issue and we're not vibing and something is off, yeah, we need to come get to the bottom of this. I remember I had a young man that I used to hook up with. He would just come over to my house and go and like sleep. I'm like, <laughs> that sounds like, sir, why are you here? I also that feel like you're like always two, horny, letting though. a friend yeah, yeah, crash for a long period. <laughs> right. Yeah. He was just looking for a place oh, to sleep. Oh, shit, whole time. Wait, okay. So, okay. What about a week? That's okay. I'd be Aggie, but like, I could see life getting in the way. Yeah. No. Red. A week? A so week you have sex on your period? Yeah. Have you had sex? Have you gone a week without having sex? Yeah, if I'm like on my period. If you're not, if I'm not, no. I, I mean, couldn't. like heavy flow days, <laughs> love no. sex. Okay, <laughs> heavy days in the shower, light days, whatever. Yeah, but yeah, I have a, a heavy on flow. Okay, taking mm. a job with low pay for the experience slash network. Oh, this is a good one. Yes. Yeah. Reply. But Reply. that's an early twenties move. It depends. Depends. Depends on the opportunity. Yeah. If like the the biggest writer in the world is yeah. like, I want you to be my apprentice, but mm-hmm. you're yes, getting... Absolutely. 100%. Right. Doing it. Perks. But the perks, like it has to really be like, is this valuable? Mm-hmm. Right. 
Would you would you do it for like like a bitch job where you're just like getting coffee? But like you're still around it. But you're in but the like, room. You're in the room, but you can't really talk in the room. That's that's early twenties. And depending on how you finesse it, depending mm. on how you play it, right? Right. But I, I've been talking to some people recently about some work like that, and they'll they'll be like, "Girl, no, you cannot do this. It's beneath you. You're too grown. You're <laughs> this, that, and that, and that." You. And I'm like, "Don't tell me what's beneath me. I just want to get in the room." Right, They're like, right. "No, like literally, I will not let you apply for this." Hmm. <sighs> how do you feel over there, Sistrin? I'm like, was initially thinking on red, but I think that's because I have such a like, I don't think about, like, creative world yeah. and, like, being around people. It's very, like, cut and dry. Right. So I, it's hard for me to, like, put it in that perspective. So if that were the case, definitely reply. reply. But, like, you have to have a plan. Exactly. Because, like, you can't just be in the room and just, like, perfecting coffee orders and, like, <laughs> dry cleaning. Agreed. Agreed. You got to go on with a strategy. Yeah. yeah. Know why you're there. Make it work for you. So with all that being said, all that being said, really frames up this episode one of 20s. Shade, give us a little rundown. Who do we meet in episode one? So we meet Hattie, who's the main character. I believe she's a lesbian, but I also believe that there could be some fluidity here because she talks about that in the episode. So who knows what Hattie's going to be about, Mm. but she's very quote unquote masculine presenting. Mm -hmm. Um, And she seems very ambitious. Like she had, okay. Ambitious air quotes. <laughs> like she has the desires to do things, but she definitely has like some things to get together. You, you, you can clearly see that. And we'll, we'll learn more about that as we start recapping. But like, she is definitely that chick who is like, I'm going to make it like, this is going to happen. And you're like, okay. All right, let's see it. And that comes from her homies. So then there's her friend Marie, who, how old is Marie? I'm confused because I think she's like 25 or 26. Marie got me feeling like she's 39. She's like, <laughs> she's trying to play that young lady. Hella yeah, cuffed. She's not 30. Obviously not. It's, it's that, called that, 20. I'm cuffed and I'm the youngest up, one that, here. It's her updo. That updo that it's she like, wears, it feels very mature. She's like, I've been with my man and da 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 da. And like, the actor has short hair. And I'm like, so professional and on my shit. And I'm like, girl, how? I mean, all that means is she probably, imagine if you graduated college and you started just doing what you want to do. And you just stayed on that track. You could be there at a young age. That's true. She That's what keeps, Maria is. Yeah, she keeps a very detailed to-do list. Right. Yeah. Everything is planned. She's a 10-year And she plan. stayed on track. Yeah. I think she just is a... She's a, She's giving me some uptight vibes. Yeah. Definitely. Yes. But there's definitely... We'll but get into super, it. There's definitely something going on there. I have questions. On. I have so many yeah. questions. But she's a, she seems like she's the closest to Hattie. Yeah. And, has a, and a seems like a good friend. Tenderness for her. She like, seems like a really, really good friend. good friend to her. Absolutely. Yeah. Very loyal. Virgo vibes. Earth sign vibes. Nia. She's giving me this like spiritual mm-hmm. kind of like... She's a Jamaican yogi. Yeah. She's Erica Badu. as hell. Yeah. I'm, I'm here for her. She <laughs> seems carefree, but then also like very bougie. Like it, it's like hippie bougie. Mm. Somebody's like carefree. funding her life because she's just like, yeah, like bougie. She's free time. Yeah. Yogi. Yeah. Going with the flow. Maybe she comes from money. Yeah. That's the kind of vibe I'm mm. getting. 
I don't know. We'll see. She's 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 Jamaican though. We know this. The mother and her. There was like a a moment where she was talking about her mom. We don't yeah. know her the mom. Her mom just told her uh, men need to pay for the first date. Uh, yes. yes. See, okay. There we go. 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 Nia. So, <laughs> episode one starts, and Hattie is getting it in. Yes. Oh yes. And I love that they started the show that way. I love way. when shows open where people are just fucking all crazy. Oh. So and it's like, tone. it's probably one of the first shows that I can remember where we see a masculine presenting lesbian. Yes. And, um, you know, having sex. And her being the fourth, like the the main, the, the lead, the protagonist, protagonist. of the show yeah, in yeah. general. I think you know? it was definitely not done haphazardly i mean of course lena's thinking through every single scene but Mm -hmm. i think this was one of those things where it's like boom in your face this is what this show is about exactly and i think for us being like new yorkers having a lot of queer friends it's not like oh my god right but i had to like step out of that mindset and think about everyone else watching who may not see that on an everyday or people who don't feel represented Mm -hmm. being like oh my god like here's a show for me. So I thought that that was really dope that she opens up the scene this way. But then after her old girl are getting it in, Shorty drives her back to her spot and Hattie's being evicted and all her shit is on the street. Yeah, I know. And the girlfriend or fuck buddy, whatever that person is, she was not supported. Not at all. She had, it was actually weird. She was like, figure it out, girl. Yeah. I got to go to work and make a website. It was strange. It was so weird. Hattie also was kind of like slightly cavalier about it. Very casual. It's like, yeah. oh, okay, so has this happened before? Yeah. yeah. I, what I loved about that scene, though, was that it, it gave us a little more of an insight into her. Like, we see, like, Whitney on a candle. Uh-huh. And mm-hmm. we come to discover that she's obsessed with Whitney, Whitney Houston. Yeah. It's like all this, like, little iconography, black as hell stuff, like, all around. It's like a waiting to exhale, like, something out there you know yeah she's sitting down and reading from james baldwin while she's waiting for her friends to come pick her up yes yeah. i also love that it's so light like yeah i kind of imagine it being like a heavy dramatic series and it's like very light like yeah well it's like really quirky and weird yeah in that way like th- mm-hmm. that scene where she's reading the book and the camera kind of like zooms in on her there's like this kind of like surrealness to mm-hmm. it mm-hmm. and that's when we start to see this like old hollywood thing start to emerge mm-hmm. in that way but we're gonna get into that a little bit more and it's dope because <clears throat> it's real life mm-hmm. like this has happened to people and to your point it's not dramatic we're seeing like a young woman just kind of like navigating her life mm-hmm. and then we cut and she's calling her mom who, who's hilarious yes kim whitley and i loved the moment where she's on the phone with her mom and her mom's like you still messing with them straight girls oh my god yes because yeah is that a thing like that's such a thing Oh, is it, Glenn? Tell us about it. (laughs) I couldn't say. I can't say all the way. Are you sure? (laughs) Well, that happened in my 20s. What happened in your 20s? Um, Oh, my God. Masculine presenting lesbian um, took me on a date. And she had your head kind of confused girl wanted to turn you why out. is she not calling me and she whoa, 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 whoa. i remember you it being like a little like stressed that. you were no, a little stressed uh, no, no, girl no. you were stressed why were you stressed you were stressed no i wasn't stressed i was stressed because i was like i don't know if i could actually do this because i don't know if i'm but you liked her though yeah i, I thought she was very beautiful 
All right. Uh, hubba, anyways. Hubba. No, but I have had conversations with a lot of my like queer friends about this and and I mean even like some of my like gay male friends and they just like often find themselves with like quote unquote straight dudes yeah it's called trade yeah. Oh, let me find she, she got a word. She got a dictionary. She's down with the culture. <laughs> wow. <laughs> but something you noted, Glenn, when we were watching the show is that um, does Kim play Lena's mom yeah. in Master of None? Yes. Or mm. aunt. I think she's aunt? her aunt because the mom is. Oh, um, you're right. I love that. Angela Bassett. Yes. Yes. Queen. So I love that. Yeah, that that comes in there too, right? Like throughout the show, there's all these little threads that like tie directly back to Lena and yeah. mm-hmm. parts of her life or yeah. things we know she's like culturally interested in which is really cool right yeah. well then her friends Nia and Marie come and pick her up scoop diddy scoop which is like amazing like they're totally supportive of her um, and you kind of see like the different dynamics of their relationship you see that Marie is kind of like the mama bear and mm-hmm. Nia is like the peacemaker mm-hmm. um, and then they're playing what is it the waiting to exhale Shoo, shoo. Are they playing oh, that song? Oh, yeah. Oh, you gotta do it. Shoo, shoo, Yeah, yes. that was yeah. such a moment. And you can see this dynamic really, like, emerge in that moment where there's all this conflict. Like, you just got evicted. And mm-hmm. Hattie's like, yeah, but I still want to go to this. They're going to go to, like, a show in the oh. in the park or whatever. That's so L.A. And so that is yeah, but LA. that's. New York like in the, the summer. Is, you know. Yeah. But they're going to go to this. They're going to go to the show. And Marie's like, what do you mean? You just got evicted. You're tripping. And Hattie's like, chill boy. Let's, let's go. I'm, I'm like, saying we're still going. Yeah. yeah. And Nia's just I like. I wonder if it comes from the fact that, and we'll probably get into this more. But at this point, people, y'all should have watched the episode. Pause it. Watch the episode. Yeah, come back. Because you're going to mm-hmm. get some spoilers. Because you're going to get spoilers. Oh, yeah. But um, I think it could have to do with the mother-daughter dynamics. Interesting. Because Hattie's mother seems, although she's, like, very funny and, like, lighthearted, she's definitely there for her kid. Right. Like, you could call her anytime. They obviously have a close relationship. Hattie's seen calling her, giving her updates, I think, two or three times Several alone times. in yeah. the first episode, whereas Marie doesn't have the same situation. Yes. You know what I like about that, too? I feel like shows that, that center, like, people in their 20s kind of, like leave the parents out of the narrative mm-hmm. often. Right. Like I remember watching um even in, on Insecure, like you don't see their I don't think we've ever seen yeah. Lisa's parents. Only oh, her brother. Yeah. You know? But I think it's it's yeah, only her brother. But I think it's sort of kind of reflective of what people think twenties are like that we're so selfish as we were talking about at right. the top of the episode. Yeah. That you're like, when are you thinking about your parents? But I know us, we talk to our parents all the time. I call my fucking parents literally three, four times a day. Yeah. I'm going to call Sabrina as soon as I leave here. Exactly. So I love that. And that the com- that the conversations are happening over the phone because she's in LA trying to do her thing. Yeah. Right? You're constantly patching in and like updating them. Um, but I was going to say something about Marie's mom. Marie's mom. Oh, no. What I was going to say is like Marie's mom is what shit. I was going to say, but whatever. It's striking me. As we're thinking about them in the car and this whole dynamic, we're seeing, okay, they're this trio, right? Mm-hmm. Who are you finding that you are identifying with the most? Because we're three girls in a trio of friends. Mm-hmm. Who can you peg as being you? I mean, I'm Nia. Lida. Do you think? Literally? You're so career, career, career. Nia's like a yogi. That's true. Okay. 
I'm like a combo probably of Nia and Marie, but I, yes. I think like just like at the depth of her personality, like Nia seems like she's very much like it's all about me and I'm living my life. Like when mm. they're in the back of the car and she's like, I'm engaged to myself. Yeah. And like, I'm, <laughs> oh my God, oh, that I is something you would that. do. I know. Oh, wow. When she did that, I was like, I am she and she, she is, is me. me. <laughs> it was like, it was done. Oh, damn. And when she like, um, I guess she like upholstered this like little like, oh yeah, seat thing for her. I don't know. And it was like super boho. And she was like, <gasps> street and it's oh like oh my god that is your true. friend is out here evicted and you're worried about the fucking like random thing you upholstered for her the foot and i'm stool. like the footstool i'm like oh my god <laughs> would be more so true <laughs> oh shit okay all right all right i Let think you don't want to have to be marie <laughs> <laughs> i'm not marie i think that, i think marie obviously she's the one in the relationship um so she's not like worried about dating as far as we know at this point um, I secretly also think Marie might be Marie's gay. in love with, with Hattie. Hattie. Oh, Let's okay. That's what I thought. It. Okay. But I was going to say a mixture That's of Marie and Hattie she loved because Hattie is like in this point, I mean, maybe not so much because Hattie's a little childish. I don't really necessarily identify with any of them, but I enjoy watching them. I think and there are okay. aspects of you and all of them. Yeah. Like. Marie with like the the drive and like very loyal friend, very like come on, let's get this done. But then Hattie, where it's like creative desires, and then I mm, okay maybe Marie and Hattie. I don't know about Nia yet. We'll see. Yeah, we'll, we'll see, see about as we Nia. learn more about her. But it's dope that we can see ourselves a little bit of ourselves in each of them, right? Yeah. And there's yeah. always this like inclination to want to be like I'm exactly like this one character. Are right. you a Carrie? Are you a Samantha? Right. But when we talk about what we try to do with our podcast and like showing multiplicities of Black womanhood. Right, okay. and we back. can be a, a mixture of all these women because I feel definitely like I have a little Nia, which I'm like, is Nia a Nia Long reference? Because you know that Lena loves oh, love, Nia love Jones. Okay, I'm gonna just put that out there. But um, yeah, I feel like I'm Nia in some ways because she just I don't know. I just maybe I just want to be like I Nia don't really know about Nia. In some ways. She seems like the third. Are you character. Hattie, girl? Come on You now. want me to be Hattie. I'm Hattie in some ways. Oh, because you're a writer. Yeah, and, yeah. The, and she's very idealistic, and she's a romantic, and she's like, she loves a good fantasy. All the things. Yeah. She, all the all things. All the things. So, yes. But you're way more responsible than Hattie. What I, I like about the show is that I can relate to people who are different from me. Like, Absolutely. I don't necessarily have their experience, mm. but at the same time, I can still, like, enjoy getting to know them. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. Yes. And that's so important. So with that being said, something that I think that is really important is when they go to watch this movie, we mm-hmm. learn more about Hattie's passions mm-hmm. and that she is a creative. She wants to write. And she says something that I think is, I don't know, we can we can get more into this, but they're talking about this show, which I don't know what shows they're like alluding to when you think it's from Love Is, right? Yeah, yeah, she's yeah. Like, you were a hope tap man. Yeah, yeah, yeah it's that, definitely that love. Okay, so she was like, "It's our love. It was our love story." Yeah, right. exactly. Ida, Ida's show. Got it. Okay, 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 okay. Got it. Because I didn't really, I didn't subscribe. Um, I loved that. Program. But Hattie says we should support good shit that happens to be black, right? Yes. Because Marie and Nia are both emphasizing that they supported this show just because it's black. Yeah. So basically. 
Marie is trying to hook Hattie up with a job with this huge, maybe TV executive yeah. or writer. director, writer, yeah. um, Ida. It was Ida, Ida something, right? Ida B. Ida B. Ida B. Wells? It's just it's Ida not B. not all that. That's a real person. That's what I'm saying. Oh. I'm trying to tell you this Easter eggs <laughs> in this show. It's on to that. Um... And I kind of also imagine it as like a Tyler Perry, like a female Tyler Perry. Yes, because they kind of alluded to her being down with the cocoonery. Right. Like she, like. Cocoonery. Lord, we love, we still love, we still love you, TP. Um, (laughs) Facts are facts. We can't lie. But so, yeah, Ida B is this like HBIC Uh and that's head bitch in charge, if y'all don't know. Um. (laughs) definitely like a director and Marie is like I can connect you with her she has an assistant role available but Hattie has a lot of opinions about her shows that she's created and also is like I just want to be in the writer's room and Marie's like bitch you've been evicted you just need a motherfucking job yeah which to me also goes back to like I feel like Marie is probably the least likable character, but she's actually, like, a really good friend. Yeah. And we even see this when they go shopping for her, and they buy her whole outfit, mm-hmm. and Nia's like, you buy the pants, I'll buy the shirt. Yeah. And Marie's like, the pants are more expensive, and Nia's like, I know, bitch. Exactly. That's why you're buying them. Okay, did y'all catch when um, Marie Nia- Marie herself? Yes. Oh, yeah. When Nia and- um, Hattie left. Hattie leave the dressing room, because to Chelsea's point, they go, they try on all these clothes- Marie's just, like, in the dressing room staring at herself in the mirror for hella long. Yeah. And it's kind of, like, an intense moment. I was like, maybe she doesn't feel, like, attractive or something. Maybe because her boyfriend's not having sex with her. I I think she is that person who seemingly has it all together. But But has mad issues. On the inside, like, doesn't. And it's one of those moments where she, like, has to look at herself and like see herself because when yeah. you're like going 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 like right. she's just living life i think it was one of those moments that they're like oh i'm facing myself oh right. shit i'm a, i'm alive i'm actually a person who am i in this body oh, right shit yeah wait but i want to zoom i want to reel back a little bit to that mm-hmm. quote you were saying about can we just support shit yes that just happens to be black like good shit that just happens to be black because the whole from what i've seen of the series so far it's definitely it's interesting because it's hella meta right like it's a show it's about a girl that wants to make a that wants to be in TV and film, made by a woman that's in TV and film, mm-hmm. and it's making all this commentary on how the industry is like yeah. kind of fucked up, slash the the ways that black like programming and content gets pigeonholed in some mm-hmm. ways, mm-hmm. and then this show is like defying those things. Mm-hmm. I don't know. I just find it really interesting because I I agree. I'm watching. We're watching this show about a, a, a protagonist that's a queer black woman. Some of us here identify as queer in our own ways. You. <laughs> but we still see ourselves in her, right? Right. And, and her identity is not, like, this the, the, the focus of the whole show. There's yeah. all these other things about her life that we identify with. Yeah. But, yeah. Um, so then what happened? What happens next? So then Hattie interviews with Ida. Ida thanks B. to Marie hooking it up. And... I, if this was my friend, I would be so pissed off. She's I'm, just acting like a damn clown the whole time. But were you getting sexual tension vibes or was that yes, just me? Yes, I was. And I think that is something that will come up. Okay. Oh my God, they're definitely going to smash. Because the friend, uh, I think her name was, not the friend, but the, the white girl that she ends up working, we'll talk about it. But yes, I think that is something. But so Hattie's interviewing for this assistant role 
And Ida's like, do you want it? And I, Hattie's, of course, like doing the whole fake interview thing. Yeah, of course I want it. And Ida calls her out on her shit, pulls up all the receipts, pulls up all her tweets where she's like shitting on Ida, shitting on her work. Her show called My Bay. My Bay, which is, what's that? <laughs> love is. Right. That's why I thought love is. My Bay. Mm-hmm. Um, and just starts reading the tweets to Hattie. But again, I think that goes back to what I was saying earlier, right? Like she made like this commentary is like, damn, why did this girl have to make this show that turned into something that could be considered like pandering or like mm-hmm. quote unquote coonery, right? Right. So right. when Hattie is making these critiques, she's coming at it from like an artistic point and being like, Why did you have to make this program? Which right? they also have a conversation about this later when Ida's like, I know what people what black women want. And there are a school of black women that that's not coonery to them. That's what they enjoy. I feel like Hattie's taste level is probably a bit more elite. Right. Exactly. And we've had these conversations too, where like some people feel they can't even identify with like the insecures of the world. Right. It feels bougie in a way. Right. 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 Because as we know, black people are different. We're not a monolith. We're not all the same. We don't enjoy the same programs. I totally agree. I was watching it too. Like this, there's a tone of elitism here and it comes up again in this, like later episode. But do we think it's elitism or just like a different generation? Uh, No, I think it's elitism. Because if you go to like, I mean, I'm stereotyping kind of, but I've seen it. Like if you go to Alabama, girls our age are watching shows that we might not watch. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, um, yeah. I mean, and all of those shows matter, matter yes. and are important, mm-hmm. right? But it depends on who okay, is, girls. right? But it depends on, like, what you're doing it for. Like, I loved me some, like, Bad Girls Club. I don't watch the um, real, the um, love and hip-hops of the world any longer, right? right. But some people will argue that those shows are, are doing more detriment than they are doing mm. good. I don't know. But... And we spoke about it earlier. Like, yeah. let's keep it a buck. We mentioned Tyler Perry, and he mm-hmm. gets a lot of criticism for, you know, cooning right. and shucking and driving. But right. that is like, Medea is a real person. Right. Yeah, you know, and that, a lot that of that is families. A, yeah, that's a person that exists. Right. That's a person who we may not see in New York City, but a, there's a part of America where that is someone's real life, and that should be represented as well. Agreed. Well, damn, with all that beautifulness being said. Mm-hmm. Yes. Um, we yes. get to the next scene. They go have dinner. It's Nia's birthday. Mm-hmm. We're introduced to additional characters. There's a white woman who's dating, I guess, one of their guy friends. And then Marie's boyfriend is also there. So I believe, yes, this is Nia's 25th birthday because we see the 25. Yeah. Right. And, Nico's and I got there, triggered. Who? Nico's We're going to talk about that friend, young man. The black he, man. Oh, that's dating, his name. Okay. Dating okay. the white girl. Yes. Girl. That's that's yeah. that's on the next ep. He's problematic. Um, so problematic. But basically, tension builds ass. because we find out that um, Marie, I guess, and her man haven't really been, like, sleeping together. Hattie, like, blows it up. And Hattie did not have to do that. Yeah, she that didn't was have to do all foul. that. But Marie also kind of came house? for her a bit. So right. it was like... That was a low blow. Yeah, she was just Wait, like... Wait, what did Marie say that started that? She was basically like you are not serious about this. Because if you really want to be a writer, you'd be writing every single day. But is that not facts, though? No. Oh, 
No, Speak on it's not it. facts. Speak on it's it. It's not facts. Um, it's fucking hard to get your mind in that fucking you have a job space though. all the time. That's true. I was like, Patty I can't come no home job. and like just be writing every day. Yeah. If yeah, you didn't yeah. have a job. What would she even, did she just never have a job? Yeah, I'm confused. Maybe she know. lost her job. But but if you have no job, shouldn't you be writing every day? But also like, yes, yes. But tw- you could take your 22 different ways. You could spend it to be like hustling OD or having a lot of life experience of being a fucking hot mess that she could then ch- channel that shit. But where are you going to live? Work. Yes, you got to work. I don't know. Maybe I'm, ca- I'm cutting her a lot of slack because a I lot. am Patty inside. Yeah. But like, I, I kind of give people passes to be a little bummy and crazy in their 20s and like be a hot mess. Yeah. I'm just going to say that. But she but, is coming up on mid to late. She's 24, but next year there's 25. And, and then it's, it's 26. Fucking snowball to 28. And then, bitch, you're about to be 30. Here? And here, and here, here? I come back. There's nothing in that 401k, sis. Yeah. What's going to happen when you retiring? Right. It's like so real life. So that's basically what Marie is trying to tell her. Right. And Hattie gets, jumps on the defense. Like, she definitely oh, does. sis, what about you and your man? Because you're not even taking it, taking him down in the nights. In them sheets. <laughs> taking him down. <laughs> taking him down. In the night. Yeah, that was really foul. And yeah, that was too much. But we see the role of Nia as the peacemaker because she's really like, hey, ladies, it's my birthday. Right. Both of y'all calm the hell Cut down. Cut the shit. Yeah. And they listen. Yeah. And I guess that puts some fire under Hattie's ass because inappropriately, it in the night, she goes back to Ida B's house and is like, I want to apologize. Mm-hmm. I want to keep it a buck with you. They have this really dope conversation. And then Ida B offers her the assistant um, PA gig. Wait, you thought yeah. that was inappropriate? Yes. Don't go, go to my house in the middle of night. the night. And you have that poor white girl struggling to open that big-ass L.A. It. door. But you know what? That's me being um, probably fantasy idealistic because i'm like oh my god that she goes to the house and she gets the job wait can if we you talk came about to my how, house you would be attacked can we talk <laughs> about how ida's like live-in assistant or maid i can't really tell her name is lupita yeah why is oh, the girl named lupita? but so she's weird. white yeah. yeah she's white i thought I she was latina she is white presenting white presenting latina okay but i don't know I, okay i also wanted to look at ida be as like at the end of the day, she could be a hard ass, all that kind of stuff. But the person in me that has all this like idealistic faith is like, she's still a black woman writer and still probably wants this girl to have an opportunity. Well, she so says see, that. Yeah. So seeing her come yeah. and be hungry for it and all this kind of stuff, she's still going to extend her, her hand to her. It's not going to be like, girl, why are you on my property? Like those same kind of those rules, those same rules don't apply. Which I between actually. Between us and us. I, I really love that. She's done that the next day at 7 a.m. Right. 8 a.m. Right. That's why they about to have sex. Because she came into that girl house in the night. <laughs> that girl, <laughs> the grown ass executive woman. Exactly. Right. That, you know, that, that woman's home. I hope, I hope it doesn't go too left because I also think Ida has a crush on Hattie. But it is does. nice to see, I'm hoping, kind of, a mentor, like a black exactly. woman mentor and mm-hmm. a black mm-hmm. young woman in her 20s. Because I actually just found out from my friend who's getting her uh, master's in HR. That there's three mm. parts of someone's professional career, anyone's professional career, and black women stay in the... So there's entry, mid-level management, and then executive where you're on top. A lot of people stay in mid-level. Um, but black women stay in the entry level for the longest. And mm. the only real way to move up for most black women is to have some sort, someone advocating for you mm-hmm. and to have a mentor. So like for black people, period, it's very important to have mentors, but especially for black women. 
speak on it. I mean, yes, exactly. And I really do hope that that's the kind of relationship that we see bloom. Yeah, but I think they're going to fight. I wouldn't be mad with like a little, you know, after work, late night on the desk type of scene. There she go, fantasy. Wow, yeah, shit. Well, because then this whole, this epic fantasy moment she walks out Hattie walks out and then she just sees LA like glittering mm-hmm. yeah and then her car breaks yes but then you hear that song from Love Jones yes oh yes yeah and I was yeah. like oh my I literally I gagged I was that's when you know like the show is fubu as fuck Yes, yeah. you're like these little notes oh that god. you just pick up. You're like, yeah. oh my god, Ugh. and that's and also when I'm like, I'm a bad black. I don't know what's going on. <laughs> yeah, I was like, girl, this is blah blah blah. I think that was the episode where she says a line like, "You acting like I done stole your bike," which is like a quintessential line from Love Jones. Y'all don't even know. Y'all oh, don't fucking know. Yeah, I don't know. I mean, I've seen it. Yeah, I don't know. I'm sure it happened. Memorize that shit in your heart. <laughs> it's your duty. Get get your black points back. Sure. All right. It's slow. All right. Um, but so, anyways. Let's hop into our what would you do or yes. what? Yeah. Let's get into the what would you do. I mean, but I guess, first episode was amazing. Go see it. Yes. If you listen to this whole episode without watching it, it's still going to be good. So go run it. It'll back. still be good. I'd say like we we felt like some big themes that some takeaways that we had was like looking at these different relationships in terms of like friendships, dating, where some of those lines may be blurred because we have a speculation about Hattie and Marie. Yes. Mm-hmm. And then this like career thing, this underlying like everyone's kind of grinding what's going on. Like you had the OD Marie, you had the in the middle Nia like yogi vibe. And then Hattie who just is kind of like she's uh, making it work. Okay. Okay. okay you know, let's <laughs> we not go drag her. We're going to stop dragging her. But then this overall old Hollywood vibe, which we're going to come back to, but there are these moments where you hear this kind of like, like romantic yeah, Hollywood music. And I feel like that's really dope because you typically don't see black people in that lens. Like mm-hmm. that's such like old Hollywood is white. Like yes, that's exactly. quintessentially white. I know. I was going to say we noticed Love Jones, but I bet if a white girl watched it, maybe she would hear like Casablanca. Exactly. Yeah. No, you're completely right. I was like, there was no Taylor Swift in the show. <laughs> I don't even know what Casablanca Taylor Swift you're even talking about. No, 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 no. Because she said oh, Casablanca. Let us come you. Have I'm you like, seen Casablanca? Yes, of course. Okay. I'm like, does Taylor Swift have a Casablanca? No. Okay. no. But I was yeah, saying, no, what completely. could the white girl in? <laughs> but it's so dope to make a show set in LA and, and, and it be about Hollywood. And we still get this like holly old hollywood vibe we have all these conversations about like being black in hollywood and like all the complexities of that and how fucking difficult that is right but like at the beginning people were attracted to hollywood for this like silver screen romantic blah 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 blah, blah, kind of narrative and Mm -hmm. we're getting that in the show yeah it's so fire every time they play those like little clips literally my heart like swells yeah it like does everything it's supposed to do for my and it kind of romanticizes what she's going through like yeah she is young she is in her 20s there is something beautiful about her like just stumbling around to find her way absolutely if the narrative was about a white girl i feel like maybe some of the pressures to have it all figured out might be lessened because so many shows that we've watched are these coming of age exactly. white girl shows. And it's just like, yeah, I mean, like she's just figuring it out. But right. when and she will figure it out. And then we, but we know girl. she will at the end right. of the day. So they're like, there's no, yeah, the Hattie, I'm not sure. Right. right. There's like not as much on the line. Yeah. In these other shows so, that we've seen. But let's get Food into the thought. What would you do? What would you do? So 
This was actually in if the your vault. Son was at home, and mm-hmm. all alone. When I found it, I was like, "This is perfect for this episode." So, me, me, me. Actually, we not we. Whatever. We usually sing a city high song. We don't want no drama. We don't want. We don't. We don't want it. So, dear BGT, I am about to graduate college in the spring, and I have changed my major so many times. I think my mother could kill me. Mm. I go to an LAC liberal arts college, so it wasn't a huge deal. But to immigrant parents, for me to have completely ignored the doctor lawyer route was already a slap in the face. And then to have changed my major twice was like the final straw. If I keep my shit together, I will graduate with a double major in international relations and psych, which sounds dope, but I really have no clue what I want to do. I have done a few internships, but I was never really in love with what I was doing. Do you love your first job? Will you ever love your Mm. job? I have been toying with the idea of completely switching my focus and interning in something more creative. Should I take the leap of faith or just stick with what I know? Mm. Mm. Well, take that leap of faith. Absolutely. Nothing is going to make sense now. This is your time to experiment. Mm -hmm. Like, I mean, I I guess, you know, this this, um, pressure from the family adds another dynamic. But I just think that this is the time to just literally do what you want. Like, you'll look back on this and... You'll, you could be doing a different job in five years. Like, mm-hmm. I'm starting to look at like career or like jobs as seasons. Like you can have so many different lifetimes in mm-hmm. a lifetime and all these different chapters. So yeah, sure. You can come out of college, do one job, completely hate it, find yourself doing something completely different in two years. And I think there's a difference between being like flighty and being open. Mm-hmm. So like spend enough time exploring these options before you just decide you want to move on, like really give it a genuine like try mm-hmm. but um yeah yeah it's your time I, I agree but i would just caution you a little bit your 20s don't last forever mm. and so you might be the 40 year old friend with no 401k like is that okay with you is that so just like have a plan kind of have a timeline for yourself i would say um because 20s don't last forever and mm-hmm. i mean you could be the hattie in your friend group like that can't afford to go to brunch or can't afford to buy yourself an outfit. And that's cute for a while, but I mean, for me, after a while, I couldn't deal with that. Mm-hmm. So definitely try things, but like be serious about it. Like yes. life is not a game. You have one life. I think in what both you guys are saying, the ultimate thing here is being intentional. intentional. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I love that. Um, so it seems like you have a good head on your shoulders because you've switched your majors, but then you found something that I'm assuming you have some passion for. Like your major doesn't necessarily have to directly translate to what you do, but especially I, not from a liberal arts. Yeah. College. Especially. Exactly. So, but I feel like you must have stuck with this major because there's something that you enjoy about that. So pull apart those aspects. What really gets you geeked in class? How is that applicable to a career? Oh, this is such good advice, Shai. <laughs> Pull apart those aspects. I like that. Yeah, I mean, because yeah. that's, yeah. that's where, when her immediately saying, do you love your job? Like, no, you don't love your job every single day. But I know when I go into my office, there are certain things that I really enjoy. And those same aspects are very similar to things that I loved in college. Like I was an international studies major. I love culture. I work in retail and I love the cultural aspect of shopping and mm-hmm. understanding the psyche behind mm-hmm. why people do what they do. Completely unrelated, but like there's a a line there connecting some something there. Yeah. So yeah. like 
what is it there that you can pull out of that and, you know, try these, um, different internships and, I mean, you're going to have to, I don't know what your situation is. If you're able to live at home or what you're able to do, remember the bills must be paid now. Right. Unless you want to be like Hattie with your shit on the street. <laughs> oh, she keeps dragging Hattie. Shots at Hattie. She keeps dragging Hattie. Hattie got to grow up, sis. But, I, mean, I like her, but she got to grow up. Facts are facts. Um, or you could go to All-Star Weekend and not take birth control. And have a baby. No. Girl, no. how dare you? No. How That's always she? an option. No. If you just she? don't know what you want to do, but you Where want did bills this come paid. From? No, we're not. <laughs> I'm joking. You kind of. are crazy. She's like, kind of. Oh, my gosh. Okay. So we also have a black girl doing shit segment of our podcast where we highlight a dope ass black woman. But Glenn, you kind of had a an idea. I have an idea. I'm going to just throw it out on the table. Although... Shadi did have a really good black girl doing shit that I think you should still mention. But I feel like we should rank our, we should give, we should award a black girl doing shit per episode. Ooh, who I was like doing, who was really, in, for a black girl doing shit, as it sounds, who was killing it. We can talk about in terms of career, in terms of their hustle, who really rise to the occasion as a friend, who made a move that we agree with. So in this episode, first episode one. We just met these these women. Right. Just met you. We have just, no idea where this I, I is going to go. Well, what, I just well, who is you. showing you something crazy. that you can, you know, deserve some praise? Lord. I mean, I picked mine. Miss Ida B. Yeah. Ida B. I'm here for her. And she is, I'm going to say her middle, her, Susan F- Fails Hill? maybe i don't know i'm I'm sorry i'm pronounced i may be pronouncing the fails incorrectly so that's who plays hattie's boss in real life and she's an ep on the show oh that's cool was um a writer for the cosby show and then worked on the spinoff for a different world how i love a different world wait that's really cool yeah so she's an og but aside from her in real life i think her character in the show is just very badass. No, and yeah, we learn more about that in episode two. So maybe my thoughts are slightly skewed, mm. but I'm going to still give it to her because she's fine as fuck. She's I think episode one, I'm going to have to give it to Marie. Marie saves Hattie. She buys Shorty an outfit. That's she gets fair. her a job. That's fair. She holds her composure after she's disrespected in her home with the woman that's sleeping on her couch. Girl. That oh part. Oh, my God. You ain't never lie. I know I'm not Marie because I would have slapped her oh, in her face. I'm like, you sound like Marie right now. No, she would have. <laughs> Actually, Marie did try to kick her out, didn't she? Say, get yeah, out she was like, get, get up out of my house. Yeah, but she didn't mean it. I don't think Marie would have actually kicked her out. No, because she trying to get Because where would she me. go? Oh, or that. <laughs> Um, I think Marie definitely has some issues and I think we'll see it a lot in her relationship, but I think overall she's like, she's doing shit you and know, she's young. Who are you picking Glenn? She's going to say, Hattie. Hattie. What is she doing besides getting evicted? Girl, she got herself oh, that she job. she got a job. Congratulations. But she oh got that God. job because of Marie. Yeah. No, no, no. She's great, but she, is she the black girl doing shit? Yes. Okay. Look, she the went from being low. evicted have her shit on the street. To if a Marie great was not job. in the mix, girl, where would where would, where where be? would anybody be without having people in the mix? No, 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 no. <laughs> Black girl doing shit on her own accord. She forgot what the segment is. It's okay. Say Hattie. Anyway, I, I just want to say though, I loved her honesty. How she was able to spin 
that whole issue with the Twitter, right? Mm -hmm. And use that as a way to be honest with her boss. And I think that that is a, that is a trait that not enough people have in the workplace. And that is what's going to serve her well. Facts. Okay. Right. Nice like court. Spin it. it is. I like right. it. I like, I like what you did here. Uh-huh. Oh my goodness gracious. Still don't agree, but um, we're so excited to just like continue <laughs> these dialogues. Yeah, this show is very good. So again, if you went through this whole episode and still haven't seen the show, go on demand. If you're like Hattie and you don't have a television or cable, oh my god, maybe you can ask your friend. Your That's like Marie. Password. And yeah, I don't like, give my password. All my friends' passwords. See, this is Hattie. Okay, this is five ninety nine, nine ninety nine a month. I know. I started to buy Hulu. <laughs> Things. No, God, damn it. It's not your Hulu. You got Wendy Beast. You're right. You're right. You're right. <laughs> Wendy. Damn. When was the last time you gave Wendy a call to see how she's doing? I don't even know Wendy. That's my <laughs> friend's friend. And I don't even know who that is friend. to my friend. Wow. We were watching Hulu and I was like, who is <laughs> Wendy? Are you still watching? <laughs> so I hope Wendy's not tuned in to this episode. Change your password. She sis. might be cutting your ass off the Hulu. But, um, but yes. I was just going to say, speaking of streaming. Yes. Y'all need to be watching 20s. Yes. You can watch that on BET streaming app, but it's also streaming on Xfinity. We watched it on earlier, right? Yeah. I mean, yes. all the providers. All the places. Yeah, all yeah. the providers. All the providers got it. Um, BET also has some really dope content that you can like watch along with the show and like learn more. Um, again, check out that New York Times article with Lena Waithe. This show is more than just, like, the show. I think this is, like, really a pivotal moment just in terms of, like, young black Hollywood Mm -hmm. um, and just representing black people, especially black women, in an amazing light, which is what our show is all about. So it's obvious that the collabo had to go down. Yeah. Mm -hmm. So stay tuned. Yeah. Er week. Yes. We'll be back on Thursdays recapping. Yes. Oh. The TV. Can I just yes. say something really quick? The acting is also very good. So congratulations to those actors. You all are doing a phenom- phenomenal job. They're amazing. And I've seen a few of them in other projects, like smaller things, like mm-hmm. com- like things that it seems like, you know, people came together creatively and just wanted to make a project. And now this is them like at the forefront of something. And it's really dope. Yeah. Thanks for listening. All right. Yes. Bye-bye. Oh, 20s. Wednesdays, 10 p.m. And follow your girls <laughs> at Black Girls Texting. Yes. Yes. Don't forget. You know we got to plug it up. Mm-hmm. We got to plug it up. All right, y'all. Bye. Bye.